You're very welcome back to another episode of Tree Talk with myself and Matt Callan as the Vale Star and Weekly Observer. Unfortunately, there's no games this weekend to look forward to due to the restrictions imposed in uh, recent weeks or the recent week. Um, we will start the podcast by looking back on last week's county finals as a number of championships actually finished and are concluded. We'll then look into the championships that haven't been concluded and see what the story is from there. Um, a brief word on Martina McMahon, her incredible achievements, and I look forward to Limerick prospects for the next weekend. But Matt, we'll start with last week's senior football final. Uh, it won't give you any great pleasure in saying Freddie Landers were overwhelmed, I suppose, by Adair because of a comprehensive performance, four, seven to four points. So it's probably more of a case of Adair's brilliance on the day and not really any fall for Freddie Landers. Yeah, I suppose, Jack, you, you could say that. Um, there was a certain element of Ballylanders not turning up, certainly Ballylanders. At no stage during the game did they come near um, producing what, what, they, um, what, what they can produce. We might have seen a little cameo, cameo of it for a few minutes after halftime, but that was, that was the limit of it. Um, or, or, overall, it, 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 was, it was an incredible display by Adair. Um, you know, this, this Adair team, like they... they, they, they what they've achieved, what their football has achieved. And, and you know, we can't say it often enough, Jack. What they've achieved. Don't forget that Adair were relegated from senior football championship in 2015. That's a shot five years ago. And what has happened since? An intermediate football title, three Limerick senior football titles, two Limerick Premier under 21 titles. It is simply, simply phenomenal. And as we spoke last week in this in this um, podcast, before we knew what the outcome of the county final was, um, the, 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 the conveyor belt seems uh, it's not going to end anytime soon because last Tuesday night, were it not for the pandemic, they were due to play in the, the in the Limerick Minor A final. But getting back to Sunday, I, I thought that it was the best performance, and I've seen good performances by Adair. In, in, in the last three or four years, but I, I thought it was a performance that um, surpassed anything. And for the simple reason that the manner they were playing into a strong breeze that blew in from the chair end in, in, in the first half, but the manner in which they adapted to it, the manner in which they adapted um, to starving Ballylanders of possession, there was at no stage did it look as if Ballylanders. Um, could get any real purchase and 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 build build up a lead because they just they just they were just starved of the ball for for long periods and that is down to the excellent player from one to fifteen of a day who were able to move it disciplined through the hands with skill. Jack, I struggle in the first half to find um, uh, an unforced error by a there and uh, and they kept possession for long periods. Um, I, I struggled to find an Adair player being, being, being turned over. And like, if you can't, if you haven't the ball, it's, it's, it's a simple, um, you just can't score. Now, when, when Barry Landers did get in a few shots at goal, they did so under inordinate pressure. Um, the Adair defence was, was, was so strong and did, did not concede, did not concede freeze, um, against the breeze. And then, of course, Hugh Burke's goal, of course, was one um, to light up any county final. And it was the last thing that Ballylanders needed. And it came at the seventh minute 
Ballylanders had the advantage of the breeze at this stage, didn't um, um, work the score, uh, the scoreboard. They had come in as underdogs, and here they were now in the final, playing with a strong breeze. Seven minutes had elapsed, and they fall behind too. What was a cracker of a goal? It, it, it was an inspirational goal. The, the finish, it, it, it just, it just was rare, Jack. Yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant goal, and they just kind of put the, the pedal, the foot to the pedal after that. Um, I suppose when you look at Adair's win, it's kind of like a dynasty almost three and four years. At the other end of it then, we saw Drum Broadford's relegation after 21 successive years. Um, I suppose Gaelic Gale's achievement is somewhat overlooked when we look back on Drum Broadford's win, and we will look back on Drum, Broadford, Drum Broadford's legacy, I suppose. But a quick word on Gaelic Gales. Um, they're probably a bit unfortunate that they've only had four games all year. In a normal season, they'd only be going into their, their fifth game but they have survived, and it's a great achievement for a club like Adjigal. It's it's a fantastic achievement. Um, I, I would be very familiar with Galti Gales, as, as, as you know, they're quite, quite beside me here. And at the risk of being repetitive, Jack, um, it, it's a strictly rural area, sparsely populated area. But they have a phenomenal love of football. And, and they have a phenomenal method of organisation within the club that every last bit of their resources, they're able to tap into it. And I have said this, and I have said this through this podcast in, 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 in this year, that with the truncated format of, of the, the Limerick Football Championship, the one club of the 12 it did not suit was Galti Gales. And that has been proved because um, the, the first two performances against Ula and 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 um, Ballylanders, and they will admit this themselves, were inept. They were trying to find their feet, put their feet under the under the senior football table, as it were. But they had a much better performance against them, um, Drum Broadford, and we tipped them here last week. That, that they that, that that they would come out of it. The, the one more slight worry I had about him coming out of it was that um, Trump had a game the previous week, and they had been uh, idle for uh, for four, four weeks, but they, they they came out of it. And there's an old cliche there that goals win games, and that's exactly what happened. Um, <coughs> happened last Saturday. Two two fine goals by Alan, Alan Condon, but. That is not to deny for one minute um, the merit of, of, of Galtie Gale's victory. Um, it, it, it was a hugely important victory for their club because previously, when they were in the senior championship, way back in 1993, they came up in 1993, they were promoted as intermediate champions, went up senior in 1994 and went straight back down again. But there was a palpable sense of relief in the Galtie Gale's camp last Saturday evening, um, the, the fact that they had got and earned the right for a second year in seeing the football. And I think that they can only go forward from here because they certainly have, have um, they, 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 they're a youngish team um, and they, 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 they're some, they're, they're some very, very big players. Like, you know, when you're in, like when you're in a trench, you want men to dig you out of it. And by God, you know, um, we see Tommy Childs with, 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 the, with um, the, the, the Limerick midfielder. He, he put in some second half. Like he, he inspired everybody around him. He, he, he was simply making unplayable. And they, 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 now he did quite first half. And I suppose he'd be forced to admit that himself. 
but by God, did he influence the second half? <coughs> and that was a huge factor. Galti Gales getting over the line. Now his brother Bob, you know, who, who we've seen playing with Limerick and, and playing very well with Limerick as a wing back. Now Bob play, plays in the forwards and 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 um, again Bob was very, very much to the fore throughout the entire hour. Um Bob was involved. Like and they have they have a very strong spine to their defence. Morris O'Sullivan um returned to play his first game of the year. And that was like getting two players back because they had uh, they had Padraig McGrath in at in at fullback and and um, they were and um, they, they were robbing Peter to pay pay Paul because they were taking him out of the middle top where he has been hugely influential in, on their way to winning the intermediate championship last year. So he was released to go back <coughs> into the middle top duties. Made a huge difference there, but not at midfield where he was last year because. Um, they really have unearthed the Jim and Sean Clancy, um, a very, very young player, about 19 years of age, um, a very, very, a very, very, very bright prospect, a big, big prospect. And um, like, it touched me at the end. Um, I, I, I thought at the end there was something, uh, it, was, it was an unusual finish because um, you got a sense that you were witnessing something, um, something that you didn't want to be witnessing. And whilst it was glory for Galtie Gales, and on the day, full credit to them, they didn't gloat on it. Um, but we were witnessing the end of probably the greatest era uh, by any club in, in the Rick football. We were seeing Drum Colour Bradford being, being relegated to, to in, in intermediate ranks. And I, I have no doubt that, that Drum Bradford will come back from this like they had six players on their squad this year who won under 21B county medals last year. And um, like they, they have a lot of young players, they're in a rebuilding process, they're in a transition in, in, in a transition phase, very, very much in a transition phase. But there is no words that you or I could, could say that would pay adequate tribute to what Drum Bradford have, have contributed to Limerick football over the last 21 years as a senior club. If any club has lifted the bar, and we, we spoke about Adair while ago, Adair are doing the very, very same thing, seem to be on the very same course. Three titles out of four, drum one seven um, in 11 final appearances. Um, these clubs, they have lifted the bar um, in Limerick football. Like huge, huge credit uh, to Drum Bradford a very, very sad day to see him going down intermediate. But from Bradford are resilient. Um, they don't do panic in 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 um in in Drum Bradford. Patience is there by what they they will come back. Yeah, and there's no doubt that Drum Bradford come back. I remember when when Ballycine won the intermediate title in 2008. We won our first five games, and obviously I wasn't playing now, but we won our first five games in 2009, and we met Drum Bradford in the semi-final, and that was. That was really, you were into senior football then, they obviously beat us. And well, at least won't be long uh, looking back on Drum Broadford. We actually never beat him in the championship. And they're, they're just a credit. I remember as well, listening to him in 2009 in the spring. They played Cross McGlenn in, in an All-Ireland semi-final. Like they, the last team to win a game in Munster. They actually won the championship in 2008. Just a fantastic team. And they're very like Adair in Never Panic will hold onto the ball all day and they'll, they'll make a come on to them and they'll get their scores. 
a dare probably a bit more expensive, but from Bradford, you just have to salute them, and no doubt we'll see him again soon in the senior ranks. Um, uh, well, really, really, um, Jack, um, it was welcome to senior football when you met him because <laughs> you can get promoted and you can win all round you, as Valley Steen found out. But when you meet when you met from Bradford, you knew exactly what senior football was all about. No, look, they 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 they, they have been simply they've been simply magnificent. And I, I remember that day in Longford when they played Cross Midland Rangers. You know, it was it was a fantastic day up in Longford um, to see so many people up um, so far up the country following a Limerick football team. Uh, it, and and they they did themselves credit. Like, they did themselves credit, uh, Jack, right through the 21 years with the way they carried themselves. And by God, Jack, did they, did they go out with dignity on, 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 um, on last Saturday. They fought the good fight, fought to the bitter end, and were forced to shake the hands of Galtie Gales. Um, huge, huge credit to Drum Bradford. We look forward to seeing him back in senior football. Exactly. And the team we will be seeing in senior football next year is Clahan after... Uh, a decade-long absence, Clahan, another stalwart of Limerick football. They beat our Griffins in the final 10-7. It was a second successive loss for Griffins in the final, but I was there now, and Clahan were worthy winners of that game. And it's a good thing, again, to see a team like that back in the Senior Football Championship. It is. It is. It, it is very, very good. And, like, again, you wouldn't be emotionally drawn between the two of them. Um, uh, Jerry Griffiths beat Lahan in the semi-final last year and I might be subject to correction was it by the same score 10 points to 7 or 11 I, points to 7 I think it was 11-7 but it was much the same so it's, a, it's a bit of a turnaround <coughs> in 12 months but congratulations to Lahan but you, you see what Lahan like for the um, over the last number of years, like Clahan were the giants of Limerick football and one of the, the giant club of Limerick City for, for, for so long. They are now the fallen giants. And like it, it, it is lovely to see the reincarnation of a club and a resurrection of a club that, that, that has fallen on hard times. Because whilst um, the fortunes of, of Clahan were declining, like you have seen in Limerick City, you have seen the inexorable rise of, of Napiersik. You, you've seen Mona Lean, um, you see Mally Brown, you see Mungret St. Paul's all really driving on, driving on um, and, and, and chasing Napiersik. You've seen St. Pat's um, holding firm, staying, staying, staying steady. But Butlahan seemed to have fallen through the cracks, sporting, hurling and football. It's not that terrible long ago since Tahan did a, did a county senior double. We can't forget that about 35 years ago. So, like, you, that gives you a sense of, of where they were and where they are now. So, it's very, very nice um, to, to, to see them going back up into senior football. And I have no doubt with the great tradition that they have, that, that, that they will, um, that they will, um, that they will, you know, they, 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 they'll be comfortable in, in, in senior football. And, like, it, it can only help to rebuild um, rebuild the club and rebuild their playing resources out there. But we have got to spare a thought for Gerald Griffins. Like we spoke about Galtie Gales quite ago. Um, Galtie Gales are strictly a rural area. Likewise, Gerald Griffins. And like we spoke here last week when we were talking about the Piercy last last year, Bundy Sheer, Kildimo, Palace, Kennedy, 
did the same and um, we had Newcastle West Intermediate hurling doing the same and here we were um, saying would, would, would um, Gerald Griffins um, continue and, and, and do the same but unfortunately they bucked the trend for the wrong reason like um, they're, they're doing a lot of work out there um, like they have challenges as you know in rural clubs and rural areas there is the, the constant factor of, of being challenged with numbers and of course they, they are no exception to that and you can't but feel sorry for them and um, they, they will be bitterly, bitter, bitterly disappointed and you, you just wonder and um, this, this is maybe jumping forward now looking into 2021 it'll be a big job um, at this stage to lift them to have been so tantalizingly close um, to, to, to doing it but credit to Han, like when we were down to the last three, not the last four, because like you must remember that the semi-final and final was played in five days and Tahan had to play twice. And that's not the second time in this competition um, that, that they've had to play twi twice in five days. They had to do it in the group stages as well because their game, their original game with Mount Collins was delayed. So like, um, full credit to them. Like you would have given long odds on their beating um, St. Sinans, who were relegated from seeing the ranks last year on a Tuesday night in the semi final, and then going on to beat uh, Gerald Griffins, um, who were beaten finalists last year. Both of these sides like, were the forum teams in, in, in the competition. So huge credit to Tahan. Yeah, huge credit to Tahan. Worthy winners in the end, but again, we've despaired off Gerald Griffins. Um, you'll be hopeful that again they can learn whatever lesson they need to learn and be back again stronger. And I know that I've no doubt they will, and they will be joined next year by Krikora Manister, who will play intermediate football for the first time ever. And you can see by the smile on your face there, Matt, it's great again to see a club like Krikora get into a grade like that. And um, they beat another uh, rural club, Monaghan, one eleven to eleven in the final. It was an early Mike McCormick goal that would prove this decisive in the end. But again, it's brilliant to see a club come through a year like this and get into intermediate grade for the first time. Yeah, getting into intermediate grade and I suppose um, win, win, win a major adult competition for the first time. <coughs> and I suppose the, the beauty of it all was probably the fact that they were, they certainly wouldn't have been uh, ranked among the top three or four likely winners at the outset of the competition. But I did say last week that I, 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 I spoke with a referee who had refereed them in a game in which they were defeated by Kilkeely Drumkeen in the group stages by two points. And he told me emphatically, he was at pains to tell me, watch out for Krakora Manister. He's, he, uh, he, he saw something in him that particular day that, that, um, that, that, that really impressed him. And I, I thought of it right through all along. But, I had thought, and we, we discussed it here last week, and we, we tipped Monaghan to win, and we tipped Monaghan to win based on, on being the forum team. And you just wonder at this stage, was it that they didn't get enough serious challenges along the way that, that, that could have cost, have cost Monaghan? Or there's a possibility, of course, that, <clears throat> and a likelihood, that, that, that um, uh, those in charge of Krikora Man Manister just had him peak at the right time. It's, congratulations to any club that makes the breakthrough. Congratulations to any club that wins a county championship. 
winning a county championship is not an easy thing. 16 clubs started out at the start of this competition with the same ambition as Kilcora Manister, and they're the last, the last man standing as, as it were. Hearties congratulations to him. It's, it, 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 it's a great day for, for a, a club that are doing wonderful work down there. Um, uh, and they were, they were due to play um, in, in the minor football final. They, they have an amalgamation with South Liberties in minor football and they had been through to the final against the day last Tuesday night, but the, 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 the pandemic saw, saw that off. So um, well done to Krakora Manister. Yeah, and Matthew, you say it is not easy to win a county title, but there's a Limerick lady among us that is making winning All-Ireland titles look very easy. At the weekend, Martina McMahon made a three in a row of senior softball titles. Um, she beat Kira Mahan 21-2, 21-8. Um, it's her fourth title overall, and she just makes the game look so easy. Like I watched, I watched the game back, it was live on Facebook, I, didn't, I wasn't able to watch it live now, but just... An incredible athlete and sportswoman, and at the top of her game. Oh, absolutely! At the top of her game, and at the top of her game for so long since the world's championships, and and like what she did um, in 2018. Actually, <coughs> she 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 was breaking all handball records uh, in 2018 while we were winning the the All Ireland final in Croke Park. And um, at the other side of the Atlantic. She, she, she was blazing a trail that no one will follow. Um, look, when, when we talk about Limerick sportswomen, like, she would rank up there as one of the greatest. Um, like, what she has achieved is, is simply, simply phenomenal. Now, it was a novel final last, Sunday, uh, last Saturday because Martina was facing somebody that she knew very, very little about because she has been so accustomed to facing um, uh, Katrina Casey from Cork. Um, like they, 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 it would have been the fourth final that, that they would have been facing each other in at, at, at that level. Um, but you know, in, in, since, since the handball um, season was resumed after, after the lockdown, um, Katrina De, um, Casey was surprised in the quarterfinal by Aoife McCarthy from Westmead, who in turn was surprised by Kira Mahan from Kilkenny in, in the um, semi final. The, Jack, the surprise, the surprise in the day when it came up against Martina McMahon, um, she, she she was not having any of it. Like her first um, set performance, twenty-one two. Like I, I I think it speaks volumes. It, it, it tells it all. And um, twenty-one eight. Like it was just a phenomenal success for Martina McMahon at this stage. She she's in in such a space at the moment. Um, that it was a routine win, you might say, uh, you know, and that's not to demean any All Ireland. But it, it, she's making it, she's making it look so easy at this stage that it looks routine for her to turn up an All Ireland final day and, and, and come away with the silverware. She's a, just a phenomenal athlete, and you know, of course, like that she was a very good Camogie player as well, and re represented Limerick in, in Camogie and represented Croke Finney in, in in the Limerick Camogie Championship this year. Like she, she's just a phenomenal athlete. Um, like you know, like we can safely say that not only is she the best female handballer in Ireland, she's the best female handballer in the world, and that 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 has been proved in the World Championships. Yeah, and it was proven. And just as you said about the Kogi, I remember we were very young playing a game in the Skeeton. I suppose we were 
under 11s or 12s and she absolutely destroyed us. I think they might have taken her off, but she got so many goals. It was ground her in at the time. But time as well is something that's on her side. Like, she's still a very young woman. Like, this could be, like, she could, I, you've said she's broke records already. This could be records that will never be met by anyone, not just a Limerick sportswoman. That, 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 that's, that, that, that I believe that is, is, is quite possible. And, and, and we spoke about there being a young team and, and getting better and better and better. And Martina McMahon comes into the same category. Like, she's a young sportswoman. And, you know, she's just getting better and better and better. Um, like, like, where, where can you see it ending? Um, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope it never ends. But, um, you know, look, she's really, um, like, we, we thought in 2018 that she had reached the peak, that she'd reached the top of her game. But I think she has she's pushed that bar out further. She has reached a new peak. Yeah, and they, I think they summed up best. Uh, the GA Handball official account tweeted, just a joy to watch is the way they described her. And she's a joy to watch. And we wish her very many congratulations. And as, as you said, long may it continue. Um, I suppose moving on then to... I have no doubt, Jack, we'll be talking about Martina McMahon in, the, in this medium for quite a while. Hopefully. Um, that was our games last weekend. Unfortunately, we're supposed to have the Junior A quarter or semi-finals would have been uh, the big games, I suppose, this weekend to look forward to. You have the meeting of Crocodile Finney versus Clahan, who won the Intermediate Football, as I said, and Drum Broadford and Patrick's well. We're not going to get those games now. It's unsure when we are going to get those games. You also have the the minor football games, you know, there, and that South Liberties amalgamation that's not going to go ahead for a while. Um, it's very uncertain times for those teams, Matt. And I suppose the GA were probably forced in their hand what to do. But again, like, how, how do you say to clubs, you just have to wait and you could get a week's notice, you might get three weeks' notice? Like, it's just a very difficult time. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing I have to say, Jack, is very, very disappointing um, that, that, that we don't have the games as scheduled this weekend. And like, it's no fault of Limerick GA, who I, I thought um, embarked on a very ambitious program and, and, and saw it through. And had they got two more weeks, um, they would certainly have it really, really narrowed down. down. But what, what's, a, what's outstanding as we speak here is the Junior A Hurling Championship semi finals. And, and, and my heart goes out to the four teams that, that um, as, as you said there, you've, you've Crocky Finney, you've Clahan, you've Patrick Spelling, you've, 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 you've Drum Bradford. And um, like for, for different reasons, like, um, you know, that um, you'd have Clahan hoping to make a hurling in a football double. You'd have Drum Bradford trying to pick up some consolation after, after being relegated. Um, you, you'd have Patrick Swell, who would be on an atonement mission for uh, being dethroned as senior hurling champions. And above all, you had Crockett Finney who, who were seeking a first ever, ever, ever title. Um, and like these, all these four clubs have played six games to get to this point. And it, it's so disappointing for them. Um, the uncertainty that has been created at the present to see the rug pulled out from, from under them. But look, we spoke about public health here in, 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 in this medium in the past. And, and like public health is paramount. Like, in, in fairness, um, you know, it's, it, there are arguments on both sides. 
But the whole celebration thing in the aftermath of, of, of county finals um, has precipitated this, this action being taken by the GA. And you must remember, this action was taken by the GA on Monday in advance of the government announcing the country moving to level three. So if we were still in level two, you have to assume that this action would be, have been, been, been taken anyway. And it, it, it was taken in response, I would say, to the footage which we saw from around the country of um, the aftermath of victories in, in, in county finals. Um, like the GA were at Pains um, last week, um, in, in which they, 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 they issued guidelines with regard to huddles and various things, um, protocols with regards to photography and, and all that sort of thing. But look, it fell on deaf, deaf ears. And to simplistic, um, to blame Black Rock in Cork um, for the footage that we saw on, 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 on Sunday evening, it was happening all over the country, Jack, and, 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 and we know it. Like, it, it was an awful pity. Like, if you said to people last April, you can have your championship back, but there will be no celebrations for county champions, people would have granted. You know, but we, we got bold, we got confident, we got cocky as, as the games were going on, and now um, we see what we are. We, we, we see particularly clubs um, who, who will not have an opportunity to, to celebrate or to drown their sorrows. Like in, in Limerick, we have a typical case of four clubs, played six matches, and now what, what have they? Uncertainty. They don't know if, first of all, when the championship will be finished. They don't know if the championship will be finished. And you can feel but sorry, sorry for them. And, and like, you cannot, you cannot just blandly blame the GAA for it. They had to respond to what was happening. Like the guidelines were being blatantly breached. And as the country's biggest sporting organization, I think they had a responsibility to respond to it and to act. And as I said, were we still to be in level two, I think we would still be, the, the games would still have been stopped for the reasons that I said. And um, you take those then in, in the junior B championships, which are incomplete. Um, you, you, you have the divisions like in, in junior B hurling. Um, the Pearswick had won the city, Palace Green had won the East. Um, I know you smile now when we say, when I said the Pearswick won the city, no, nothing new in that. Um, but um, they were down to, I think the last three in, 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 the, in the South and in the West. Junior B football, um, it, it, it was down to it was down to the final in the city, the Pearson in the final against St. Pat's. Um, they were down to the final in the East, Valley Brick and Bormore and the Carl. Um, they were down to the semi-finals in the West. Um, in the South, there was one outstanding group game to be played. Um, but that would throw up of, um, when that would be over one finalist and the, the second semi-final would, would be drawn up so like the, 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 car, the rug has been pulled from under their feet as well and as it has like that like this, this weekend you know there was a fantastic 
Premier Minor A, Premier Minor Football Championship in the offing, in the meeting of Father Cases and and um, Newcastle West, like two of the giants of minor football for the last couple of years, like Father Cases looking to defend their title. <coughs> like these, these have been the dominant forces in Limerick minor football for the last decade. And like this, this was a mouthwatering final to, to to look forward to. And last Tuesday, of course, it would have been over by now. They were supposed to have played um, South Liberty's Krakora Manister in the A final. And then uh, the, the, there was the Under Twenty One Football Championship, which hasn't hadn't started. So you just wonder um, if we get the green light. Um, what will Limerick GA's approach to it be? I, 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 I presume uh, and I assume it will be to immediately conclude the, the, the competitions that are, 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 are started. And I suppose they will take a long, hard look at, 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 at the under 21 um, football championship and if, if, if it is feasible for them to, to run it. And um, just like they truncated other competitions, they may say, right, we, we, we have the under-21 football championship, but it's on a straight knockout basis. Yeah, look, it's, it's hard to know what, what they're going to do. And you wouldn't begrudge anyone that's going to make these decisions. I suppose after a summer of uncertainty, the last thing you wanted was more uncertainty, but that's what we're facing into. And you, all you can do is hope that there will be resolution. Um, cases obviously will go down, debts and all that will go down. And that these clubs that have... They've worked so hard over the last few weeks and months. We don't know what they're doing during the lockdown, but obviously in the last few weeks and months to get to that position that they will be given the chance to finish out the competitions. Um, it would be unfair just to see the senior competitions in senior intermediate and junior A competitions run off and left the junior B, the minor, the under 20s. Everyone's in it together. The whole nation's in it together. And I suppose you, you, can't, you can't blame BlackRock. What they did was wrong. And, but I suppose it's gone on everywhere. And just because they were videoed, they're... The bad guys, for want a better word, but it, it's happening everywhere. And hopefully this can just be something that we learn from, move on, get cases down and get back to doing what we love and that we'll have a, a full 2021 fixture list that we can run through properly. Yeah, but, but it's really unintentional on the part of Limerick GA that, the, that these competitions are finished because I said to you, I, I thought they did a phenomenal job. Like the the Jewelry Football Championship was finished and, and, the, and the reason that they, that they they were able to finish that um, is because um, they had um, they had only uh, groups of four in, 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 in the group stages whilst they had groups of six in in, 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 in the hurling and uh, I, I, I were it not for Trump Bradford being involved in a relegation final and Clahan involved in the intermediate football final the semi-finals would have been played last weekend they're scheduled so look that no culpability can be attributed to anybody i honestly think in in the, in the window that we got in limerick it was used to an absolute maximum to get the last game played um i i, I think there's a wonderful job hats off to every every everybody that, that, that was involved hats off to the clubs they, they, they bought into it from the start um, like when they saw what the options were, they immediately bought into it. You had Jimmy Barry Murphy, like in 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 his pre-county final interview, saying that they, that they, that they welcomed um, the, the the new format. Um, like you know, 
in, in the circumstances, a wonderful job has been done. And like Jack, at the end of the day, getting games back playing is in all our own hands. If we follow the guidelines, stick to the guidelines, um, we, can, we can suppress the virus and we can head some back, somewhere towards back to normality. Yeah, and that, that's certainly the goal and Keith Al will get to see the, the conclusion of these championships. What we will have the next weekend is return of the Limerick senior footballers. Uh, it's been a, been a long, long time since we were able to preview um, an inter-county game and I suppose we won't go into too much because we'll obviously have another episode next week before that game against Wexford. But just, it, I suppose the lockdown came at a bad time for everyone, there's no dispute in that. But for Billy Lee and the Limerick footballers, it really, really came at a bad time. They were flying in Division 4. Uh, picked up four wins in a row to start. They obviously felt Antrim in their last game before the lockdown, but that was kind of a freak result. The, the manner of victory for, for Antrim as well was very unexpected. But Limerick have a chance against Wexford next weekend to earn promotion if things go their way. But two wins against Wexford and Sligo um, will definitely see them promoted. And it's been a great year for Limerick football thus far, as we saw in the championships, a lot of and new winners and teams back up to where they belong and things. And obviously Adair's continued um, move up through the ranks. Like, um, How important is it for Billy Lee and his side to hit the ground running? And how difficult will it be after a seven-month layoff? Well, you know, the, 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 same, uh, the same situation applies to Wexford. Um, plus, they have had a little bit of, 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 of behind-the-scenes turmoil. Um, I suppose turmoil is too strong a word with the departure of that manager, Paul Galvin, <coughs> during, during the summer. So, um, uh, I, I, I think the one thing that Billy Lee and his management team would have wanted after the defeat against Antrim would be a game as quickly as possible. And, and that what was coming up against Wexford to, to, to manage the ghosts of... of uh, <coughs> in, in the game before the Antrim game, Jack, Limerick put up an excellent performance against Wicklow and Mick Neville Park. They replicated that in, against Antrim. You, you recall against Wicklow, they, they, they hit four goals. They even created more chances against Antrim. And the, the difference was that they didn't take him. And you're right, like the, 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 the scoreline, the final scoreline actually distorts what actually happened um, out on the field on, 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 on that particular day. And for that reason, Billy Dee and his management team would have been most anxious, I would imagine, to have, um, to have got back, back onto the pitch and, you know, exercised, exercised the ghosts of that. But it is what it is. But it's 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 the same for Wexford. I I my reckoning with two being promoted. Um, I I think if Limerick beat Wexford, it will be very 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 difficult. It'll take a freak series of of, of results, um, in the final two games around the group around the division, and um, to prevent Limerick from playing Division Three football next week, next year. I I I I think the stakes are that high in this one. Yeah, and it would be very important for uh, the continued development of Liverpool. Paul. Billy Lee has obviously done an excellent job um, since he got in. It obviously hasn't been very easy for him, a lot of players out. And I suppose there will probably be injuries now for him to deal with after the Senior Football Championship. But as I said, we'll probably get deeper into that game next week. Um, but just yeah, finish but Billy, up. Billy has, done, Billy, Billy has done an absolutely fantastic job. Um, but when, when you contrast what he has done, um, you know, 
what happened two years ago when over 50 players declined um, to come in and, uh, and, and, and become involved? Most guys, most guys would have walked away and in, you know, in despair, but not Billy Lee, he stuck with it. <clears throat> His love of, of, of Limerick football overrode, anything like that, he stuck with it. Got his reward this year, no doubt about it. He, he just got a little dividend last year with that terrific win over Tipperary in the Munster Championship. All right, disappointing in the semi-final against Cork, but it was measurable progress. He built on that progress this year with his team, winning the McGrath Cup um, could be no arguments, and then translated that McGrath Cup form. We were wondering, would it carry over into the league? We got an emphatic answer with four straight wins. Like... Um, is it nine games that they've played, or eight or nine games that they've played already this year? Just one defeat. Most counties would grab the hand of you for it. Um, and it's a question of, of just picking up um, where they left off. And, and um, as you said, we'll be looking into it in greater depth next week. Yeah, and you, I, I'm going to echo your statement there about uh, Billy Lee. You can only commend the job he's done. It's been excellent. Um, but to finish this week, Matt, I just want to pose this question. We started with Adair and John Broadford. We'll finish with Adair and John Broadford. Where does this Adair team currently, with three wins in four years, stack up against that great Adair team? You can pick from any of the 21 years. We'll probably go up the 08, 09 kind of team that won a month's championship. Are Adair as strong as them? Are they on their way to being there? Or is that front team still far ahead in your estimations? Yeah, I, 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 you're not comparing exactly like for like, I think, in that Adair play a more expansive uh, type of football than, than, um, than Drum Bradford. Now, in my view, both of them have lifted the bar um, for, for different reasons, um, mainly uh, Drum Bradford for their approach to the game and their, their absolute consistency, like, um, they were absolutely, totally consistent all, over 21 years. Now, Adair play a very expansive game of football. It's, it, it, it's absolutely, it, it, it's, lo it's, it's lovely to watch. Um, they're still a young team. Um, they're up there with Drum Bradford. Um, you know, what, the big question for Adair, which is unanswered yet, they've answered it in five years. Um, can they sustain it for as long as Drum Bradford? Was it 17 or 18 county semi-finals in, in, in a row for Drum Bradford? Absolutely, simply phenomenal. Like when, when, when you think of it, they have a long way to go on that, but certainly they are going very, very much in the, in, in the right direction. Well, they're, they're on their way, but not quite there yet. But again, they're the kingpins of Limerick J for They are, and congratulations again to Adair, Trahan, and, and, and Krikora Manister. Um, like it, it is... Um, in, in this difficult year, it, it has been a smashing year for them and, and the best of luck to them going forward. And just on an aside, I, I would have loved to see Adair test themselves in the Munster Championship this year. I think they were better equipped this year than, than they were in previous years for it. And um, uh, we have no Munster Championship. Um, the Pearshick are in the same position. Kilgaima Palace Kenry on the same position. Tahana in the same position. Gora <coughs> Manister. Hard luck on all the clubs that you know don't get the opportunity to play in Munster. But I would dearly have loved um, to, to have seen um, Adair test themselves in the Munster Championship because I believe that they were well, well equipped to do so. 
Yeah, again, Harry Gleeson said at the weekend, and I think this is probably the best um, addition of the Dare team we've seen since they got promoted, obviously, in 2016. But we won't rule that out. Please, God, there's been a lot of chatter from, it's only from clubs themselves, that they want to see a January um, provincial championships go ahead. And hopefully we'll see that and we'll see the Limerick teams test themselves because the, the football in Limerick is constantly rising. It would be great to see them get a few results in Munster. Um but just to finish, I suppose it's, it's the first weekend in a, in a long time that we won't have any club action to look forward to. I suppose just, it's again, it's a great tribute to Limerick J for the fixtures put in and to each and every player that we've seen go out there. And there is a virus, the pandemic, and it was never gone when the games were played. Players put their, their health on the line, for want of a better phrase. And there's something missing this weekend. So you just have to, to thank the players, management, everyone involved from a local oh, yeah, national and, level and, and, for a brilliant few weeks. Like we 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 we, we should also you know not forget that 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 um, Limerick Mogi and Limerick Ladies Football really really pushed the boat out in getting their competitions played off um, excellently as well in tandem in tandem with 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 the Limerick um, with Limerick GA, which 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 wasn't easy and um, I, I I can see a roller opening already um, when it comes to the inter county championship. And 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 um, the, the 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 whole um, um, take about uh, dual players and and games being fixed on the same day. I by um, Cork and Gull, uh, Cork um, ladies football and Camogie were fixed for the same day. Now I have seen uh, read as latest this morning where um, Galway, who Cork are due to play, um, have, have magnanimously on the seventh of November offered to bring forward. Their, 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 their Komogi game to facilitate by 24 hours to facilitate the dual players, but I think it, 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 it's a pity if we're if we're heading into that 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 old chestnut again that that argument about dual players. Something just has got to be done about it, Jack. And there there are uh, there are a number of players out there who want to play both codes and who are quite capable and competent at playing both codes. But they're not just getting the opportunity, and um, particularly uh, in, in in ladies' sport. Yeah, it it is a pity to see, and it is all too prevalent. But I suppose in a year like this, that things are so truncated, and teams are are trying their best, they're doing their best. But again, many thanks to all the players, staff, anyone behind the line, behind the scenes that we don't see. Thanks for a brilliant few months of Limerick J action, and um, Intercounty will take centre stage for a, a few weeks, months, and. Please, God, we'll see the conclusion of the club championships later down the year. But again, many thanks to you as well, Matt. We'll be back next week to preview the footballers. Thanks very much, Jack.